Welcome to the Unleashed Entertainment Talk Show, Mornings with D and featuring Melissa Kay. Unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic, <laughs> on the radio and worldwide. Get your morning fix. Cancel culture has been canceled. 104.3 FM mornings and the daily podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Stand by for liftoff. Cancel culture has been canceled on Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Check out the radio show and podcast. Good hello, good hello, good hello. Good hello. Happy (laughs) hump day. Good hello on this Wednesday, November 15th. Yeah, so I would like to say good morning to everybody out there that knows that Joe Biden is an absolute disaster. Inflation is as high as a giraffe's private parts. (laughs) That's good. And what in the world is Gavin Newsom, the president of China, and Joe Biden strategizing about right now in San Francisco? On the clean streets. It's not good, whatever they're talking about, I promise you. Mm. It's not good news for the American public, and it never is when it comes to those foolish clowns. All right, so we're back, y'all. November 15th, right down the middle, coming up on Thanksgiving week next week. Wow, I can't believe Thanksgiving's already here. I know. It's supposed to get cold next week in Mississippi. Very cold. Real cold. Looking forward to it. Some people are calling for snow, but I think that was fake news. Uh, well, there's surely no shortage of fake news, so we'll just have to see. Yeah, we will. So <laughs> yesterday, when we got into a bunch of crazy conversations. So first of all, let's give out the list here. The text line, 769-208-3809. And the phone number, 601-863-3200. Give us a call. Unleash with us live on the air. Yeah, do it. Also, we're on Facebook, on the Facebook page, Unleashed Entertainment Talk. It'll pop up in your live if you're following it. If not following it, just jump in the uh, search bar, type in Unleashed Entertainment Talk. You'll see the little live thing jump in. We have a comment section, which is always fired up. Uh, Like I said yesterday, I learned something every day from our listeners, which is very cool. Yes, it is. It's one of the wonderful benefits of doing this show. Pat Phillips is in the morning chat. Michelle Smith, good morning. Miss Cindy. Cindy, CC, good morning. And Chantel, good morning, LL. Uh, there you go. Chantel, what's up, girl? Anyway, long time no see. So, we're going to get started, y'all, on this hectic Wednesday as usual. Rain outside in Mississippi. But... We actually needed a lot of rain, and I think we're getting quite a bit. So. I know. Look, I remembered this morning that we hung a rug up over the fence and kind of washed did, it off. I did the same thing. It's, it's still, still there. there. It's still hanging there, getting washed by God's water. But, it, but it's getting washed like 20 times now, so right. it, it'll be a while before. Same thing's going on at my place right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just looked at it on the way out, and I was like, well, we'll see. Yeah. Here we shall see. So, I'm not going to start with that story because it's so gross and nasty. Oh, gosh. I don't even know which one you're talking about. There's several of them here. I know. But we will start with Nikki Haley. All right, look. I didn't really have a whole big problem with Nikki Haley until she lost her mind. Yeah, she she definitely has lost it now. Right. And uh, But listen, here's the deal. She's always been a warmonger. She's always made her big donor money off of war projects, military projects, special interest, military projects, etc. So now she is saying that every person 
And that is talking about all of you. And good morning to the Russ man. Yes, good morning, Russ. And yeah, they're talking about all of you and you us, and me. Us. All of us. Yeah, everybody. She's saying that every person on social media should be verified by name for the sake of national security. Now, listen. Y'all remember the Patriot Act? <laughs> nice try, Nikki. That's nice right. try. Anonymous speech is a core part of free speech, okay? Now, when they start doing that, which, believe me, they're trying to do that, but it's the Democrats, or in this case, it's the moderate Republican slash neocon, okay, which the founders would know since many of them, including Alexander Hamilton and James Madison, absolutely wrote anonymously. So good luck on that. That's one of the huge stories breaking everywhere. Um, and, you know, she's got an attitude problem, and uh, she doesn't like stuff that's going around on the Internet, which is, act unfortunately, according to a lot of people, going to expose her own fraud, such as she was not born in the United States, you know, all that crazy stuff, which people have been knowing for a long time. So if we don't start electing Americans that see the United States Constitution as a roadmap instead of an obstacle, y'all. We will find ourselves right back where we started 243 years ago or whatever. So that's what's going to happen. I mean, do you think she's like big government? What do, what do you think, truly, about Nikki Haley? Yeah, she's big government because she used to be the ambassador. She has a lot of, uh, she makes millions of dollars off military projects overseas. She makes millions of dollars, you know, off of war. Literally. So that, you know, unfortunately, that's what happens with a lot of the, you know, and the Republican Party's lost their mind. You know, eight Republicans, a total of 13, if you combine the ones that didn't vote, did not vote for Mayorkas to be impeached. There's something wrong with him because I'm, he deserves to be. Okay? I mean, we called them all out on this show and we will always call them out. But they were supposed to be Republicans. So now we know, y'all. The swamp is swampier than ever, because if you can't impeach a man or fire a man that is not doing or a woman that is not doing their job because he's not and he hasn't been doing his job, y'all. Russ man said we need to start electing Christians. Well, I don't know if Nikki is a Christian or not. I'm not the one to say that. That's between her and God. But I do know that the neocon policies that she's pushing uh, regarding free speech will never ever get her voted in i just that's just my 100 percent opinion if it does get her in then we're in more trouble than we were but because she's smarter than joe biden which everybody well, is i mean this dog i'm i'm holding is smarter than joe biden yeah and there's there's a couple of maniacs and i don't like to bring up their names because they make me want to throw up and my friend michelle smith who's actually on the comment section here, she has to run out of the room and go puke in the bathroom if you turn on Joe Scarborough and whatever that chick's name is, me, 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 uh, me, whatever those lunatics names are. Anyway, I don't watch that show, obviously, but I, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because what Melissa just said and what everybody knows, okay, every single person with one, I mean, just one piece of a brain cell period 
knows that uh, Joe Biden is not doing a good job. Joe Biden doesn't know where he is. Joe Biden is a complete idiot at the at this point. And uh, the two maniacs over there on the MSNBC slash Democrat left S show channel, um, you know, they say that Joe Biden is doing such a fantastic job that he could outwork a 45 year old. I, mean, I, I saw really? that. Look, they're, they're just as loony as he is. Me, Mika. That's that old crazy lady's name. So she's going to lose it over people that keep on an old morning Joe that keep on continually raising concerns about Joe Biden's age and the job he's doing. OK, people. I mean, really? I hate to ruin your coffee, but I, I just don't understand it. I mean, I, I will never understand it, actually. And those people you know, that watch that channel, there's something wrong with them too. How could you possibly watch that and get any common sense out of it? You literally feel extremely dumb from watching one clip from them. Meek and I have have talked to so many diplomats and world leaders over the last two, three years, and they all say the same thing. They all all say that the guy has has a feel, has a grasp uh, for geopolitics, strategies, (laughs) All the angles, uh, and, and he gets it. And you know, I, I understand that doesn't sell well on some right wing podcast. I understand people <laughs> don't want to tell the truth on other news channels because it may hurt their ratings if they actually tell the truth about President Biden. There, I'm just telling you on foreign policy. Talk to the foreign leaders; they will tell you. Yeah, let's talk to the foreign leaders. Yes, let's. Let's do that and see how much they laugh at Joe Biden. Okay, and they laugh at you for being a maniac for saying something like that. Joe Scarborough, you're something else, and I don't mean that in a good way. Wow. Chad Edwards, good morning. Good morning, Billy Allen. Brad Shambly, good morning, sir. Be, be rad. All right, y'all. Those are the kind of people, okay, those are the kind of, the very kind of people right there. That's your Joe Biden voters. That's your Kamala Harris <laughs> voters. That's your wicked, insane, far-left, progressive party that's them. Okay. That's them. Speaking of Biden and Harris, where were they yesterday when <clears throat> what was thought to, um, they, they predicted 100,000 people there, um, but it turned out to be a 300,000 person demonstration, peaceful demonstration in support of Jews, Israel. Christians, Israel, all of it. And Joe Biden not was in attendance. To be found. He was over there with the president of China and Gavin Newsom. That's right. Can there you, I mean, are your answers. That's right. So now we are we stand in support of Israel, and and Biden's been clear about that. However, you know, just show up. Just just show up. Show up. It's more important to be hanging out with with old Gavin and what it is I'm is not even stay say out of the. Stay out of the cocaine baggie that was found (laughs) and show up at the freaking National Mall for a peaceful. And here's the key thing, you guys. Conservatives, what do they do? They bring 300,000 people instead of acting like the summer of chaos in 2020. They act like adults. Adults. Grown ass men and women. That's right. Right. Peacefully demonstrating their Their support and their freedom. Yes exercising their freedom and don't get me wrong the other side has the freedom of speech i have nothing against that but what they don't have is the freedom of insanity and violence and riots 
and literally hatred, that's a whole different animal. So I don't care what you believe, but when you put it on kids or by any means perform riots instead of protests, there's a big difference and a slash in those two words. Learn it, know it, live it. Anyway, a lot of people don't learn it. They don't know it, and they absolutely don't live it, of course. Why? Because that would be too much sane going around, too much sanity. They don't have any of that, unfortunately. They don't have any of that, unfortunately. We try to keep the sanity around here. We try to give you the best truth, social, fusing that together with the culture of what's going on around the country each and every day. And quite frankly, globally at this point, because that's it, it is everywhere. It's Truly. everywhere. Speaking of insanity, anyone, I'm sure all of you remember Malcolm X. Anyone remember Malcolm X? D. Absolutely. Fifty years ago, he warned us about this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read a quote. This is the media and irresponsible media. It will make the criminal look like he's the victim. And make the victim look like he's the criminal. If you aren't careful, the media will have you hating people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the oppressing. Malcolm X said, excuse me, this is sort of a propaganda tactic that I would call psychological warfare. You guys, that was 50 years ago. Malcolm X said it. Close to 60. Look, Look, you're right. Look what's going on. Look what's going on around you. But these people are insane. And what he said is exactly what's coming to pass right now. And, and what's so on that crazy what he said was what's so completely insane. And they hide this video well because they don't want you to see it. So it's hidden history. And it happened December 1st, 1963. Y'all, 1963. So if anyone says that liberals... And far left people were not around then. They're lying. Because his exact quote is, white liberal is the most dangerous and deceitful thing in the Western hemisphere. Now, I'm going to tell you all, that was 63, if you don't believe me. There are many whites who are trying to solve the problem, but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is, almost, is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend. There are many All right, that, let, me, let me ask y'all something. That was 1963, okay? 60 years ago, and here we are. Here Look, we are. I'm going to tell you something. I think that the, and I've seen this too, that white liberals are worse than the KKK. The KKK never pretended to be anyone's friend. Now think about that for a second too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he also said back then, in like matter, in like matter that the modern uh, other races, such as black and et cetera, will let their self be hired by the American government to oppose and honor their screwery, basically. You know, there's a couple of words we can't use nowadays, but that's what he's saying, and it's all happening right now, okay? Right now. And he said back then that it would be doomed if they went along with that, and he nailed it, you guys. Did you notice that he said liberal, not Republican? Did you notice that he nailed it? 
Of course he did, because whether you like it or not, the man was unique. He was ahead of his time. He had a fascinating idea that came true, okay? Seriously. It's just what it is, y'all. It's what it is. That's why I get sick and tired of the white liberals of today or the whatever progressive left Democratic Party of today talking down on conservatives, and they were the ones that were the most racist the entire time. Boom. Still are, literally. And I mean, they don't. They 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 talk like they're, they're, they want to help, but I'm telling you, most of their policies are oppressive against black Americans. They don't want them to be able, they want them completely dependent. Well, they want all of us completely dependent, but they run on that. They, they run on that. And so, you know, most African-Americans vote Democrat because they've they've had the wool pulled over their eyes. Exactly right. He said, just like he said, a fox is more dangerous. OK, because a fox will look like they're smiling at you with yep. their teeth. But really and truly, they're not looking out for you or me. OK. A smart man who was way ahead of his time on that one. And I agree. Got a couple of messages here. So much truth in one speech. No lie detected back then. Yeah, I agree. I mean, seriously. So anyway, Debbie said she missed that clip. Go back and listen on the pod. That's right. Thank you for that. Ah, good morning, Cesar, MKND. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, David Hall. Barrett, Chris Martin said, we all have rights, but people have forgot that my rights... And where your rights begin and your rights end is where my rights begin. How about that? How about them apples? Anyway, just just listen. Chandra's in here. Yeah, she I is. saw her post a meme about something about she can't find anybody like her or something, whatever it was. I'm like, there's only one Chandra. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're not going to find another Chandra. So, we just received a message from Mr. David Hall. It's a condition and a response. Humans are creatures of habit. It's the slow-boiling frog scenario. (laughs) David, that guy's on top of it. Mm, Always, always. Oh, my goodness. Oh, what about Obama? What about him? He's a... he was the Malcolm X, but he was doing the opposite. He was actually who Malcolm X was probably talking about. It didn't know it at the time because Obama wasn't around. But um, I honestly believe that Obama took his whole entire philosophy mindset from Sal Lewinsky, of course, and from Karl Marx, and then mixed in a little bit of this Malcolm X stuff so he could speak and sound good because he does a fantastic job of speaking so you know but Obama has has and did and and honestly quite frankly still does behind the scene um, just ruin stuff okay I'm going to tell y'all though yesterday and we're going to get into this after the break because it's insane yesterday alone I personally saw Now, this is why we know we've come to a point that we've never been to. With all the wars going on, with the open border going on, 
with the fentanyl crisis going on, with the inflation going on, with the all the other insanity going on. Three fights. Grown men, supposedly. <laughs> in D.C. In D.C. Two in the House and one in the Senate where poor Bernie Sanders had to break the darn fight up of all people. <laughs> and he's 97 or something. But these are grown men, y'all, fighting like, I don't know, 7th, 8th, ninth graders. And uh, listen. <laughs> Look, Republican Senator Mark Wayne Mullen wants to get up, take his ring off, and, and kick the Teamster guy's ass right there in a, in a committee hearing. Oh, yeah. I mean, and this is for real, y'all. We're not kidding. My plumbing company, myself, and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. You want to run your mouth? We can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh, stop it. Say your solution every follow. No, no, sit down. No, you're a clown. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Hold it. Hold it. Hold it. Bernie, sit down. But honestly, though, think about Ronald Reagan and stuff. Where, where, where have we come to, y'all? I mean, seriously. I mean, it's ridiculous. Where have we come to? I think that just speaks to the division and, and just everything that's going on right now. I mean, it's it's happening there, you guys, like never before. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen anything like this. I don't think anybody has. And then and then who who said McCarthy hit him in the in the kidneys? <laughs> so he hit, so, hit me in my kidneys. <laughs> so, so so supposedly <laughs> this guy was talking to a uh, journalist and McCarthy ran by and punched him in the kidneys a gentleman from Tennessee and he spun around and he said McCarthy scurried off real fast and he chased him <laughs> oh my god he chased him down and said why did you punch me in the kidneys so McCarthy had five different stories I think the last story that I heard was he said, well, I mean, I didn't punch anybody in the kidney. I might have accidentally bumped you in the shoulder. And the guy goes, no, a kidney punch feels different than bumping somebody in the shoulder. However, that guy was one of the eight people that voted to oust McCarthy. So who freaking knows? I, who knows? I, look, I know this. It's a bunch of grown men acting like children up there on the hill, period. These people are like our age or older, actually, and they're acting like kids. But here's the deal. It's that just tells you how big of a crisis the country, the country's in. You know what I mean? It just does. It just shows how big of a division. I mean, even division from the uh, same parties. I mean, it's just it's. Now, the Democrats, they're different. They stick together. I don't care if one of them walks up and kicks the other one in the gonads. They stick together. They're going to vote the same straight down the line. We can't say that about the Republicans because, you know, they will be, you know, just like the old saying, everyone always says 
that, uh, you know, the Democrats will walk up and stab you in the face and the Republicans will walk up and stab you in the back. So In the kidneys. Or in this case, they will punch your kidney. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what. Which, by the way, the kidneys are located in the lower back and the shoulder is located where the shoulder is located, which is up high. And a kidney punch hurts. What in the hell hurts. is going on? That's and right. Kidney it, it, punch it really hurts. does hurt. So I don't know if McCarthy did that or not. And honestly, you know, some people are saying, well, pull out the footage. <laughs> I think NPR has some sort of, uh, some sort of, I mean, I was laughing so hard, though, at Bernie, of all people, Bernie Sanders saying, well, just, just stop it, you U.S. senators. Oh, Bernie. Good God. Bless it. Feel, Look, the, feel the burn. That's right. So, um, Russell McGuffey has, has um, commented and said, and we'll go back to the, the division um, that we were mentioning. So he says, Democrats think in absolutes, and that's dangerous. And that's true, you know. Um, and David Hall, there's a rift developing in the Democratic Party. Yes, sir. True. True that. I, I'm just going to tell you, they're, they're all acting like children. They need to, maybe they need to start having their Congress and Senate meetings on pay-per-view and do an MMA thing or something. I don't know. But that's sad, honestly. A bunch of old guys with a tie on. Somebody's granddad, y'all. Somebody's granddad up there talking about, you stand your butt up. No, you stand your butt up. I mean, really? Are we in the seventh grade at East Rankin Academy? Come on now. Oh, my goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Oh, man, I, I don't know. All I do know is this crazy world we live in, and it's Wednesday, November 15th, halfway through the month. Halfway through. Thanksgiving is next week. Good grief. It's time for that already. Turkey and dressing and yep. all the things. All the things that go along with Thanksgiving, y'all. Thanksgiving. Coming up on the top of the hour, we'll be back with segment number two. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. Mornings with D and the beautiful Melissa Kay. On 104.3 FM, The Pirate. Also, our podcast will be available right afterwards at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Like, I, I posted about something critical about public schools the other day about how they're teaching Marxism to our kids. And somebody commented and said, they don't teach Marxism at public schools. I'm like, you don't explicitly have to give out a book by Marx to be teaching Marxism. It's this idea of this oppressor versus this oppressed thing, this critical theory thing. And when you just ram that down people's heads, you end up like militarizing and radicalizing an entire generation. Yeah, they indoctrinate people with Marxism. Right. They don't, unfortunately, as far as I know, actually teach the right. theories of Marxism enough. They should probably teach that more so that if, you can realize if you're being... If you're being completely screwed over and completely indoctrinated into basically a cult is the answer to that. And uh, unfortunately, they're right, Melissa. It's crazy. It truly is. Now, I'm going to go back to a story that I didn't want to open the day with because it's just so insane to me. And it goes along with the clip that I just played. Not only are they teaching Marxism, literally, but on social media and big posters, and there's pictures, y'all, big-time pictures, that I prefer to not even look at, but unfortunately it's the truth. These are the people running, okay, they're running, and I'm talking about young kids, y'all, 10, 11 years old. They're running the Satan Club 
for your kids in school. Their newest location is a, check this out, y'all, an elementary school in Lebanon, Connecticut. Parents are reportedly fuming. I mean, who wouldn't be? I would be at the school probably kicking chairs over and intend to discuss this at the next board meeting on November 21. Melissa, what's going on? I'm just telling you that they, we have taken the Lord out of everything, and and that's what that's what's happening. You know. I mean, but it, look, I'm looking at this poster right now. Hey, kids, let's have fun at the after school Satan Club. I'm about to get up and kick this chair over. Sorry. It's it's um, it's 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 getting really bad, truly. I mean. An elementary school, you guys. Elementary, the satanic temple that views Satan. I can't read all of it. I'm not going to read all of it. Rejecting tyranny. The satanic temple supports children to think for themselves in an after-school program. And let's go back to Hey Kids, the flyer. Hey Kids. Let's have fun at After School Satan Club. Let's have fun. We are glorifying. I, I, I just, I can't even with this. This is another attack on our children. This is ridiculous. I mean, I'm telling you that every day I wake up and, and it is more and more of a, just an absolute and total, complete departure from everything that was intended for us. Period. Truly. And look, I'm going to call it out, y'all. If you know anybody in the state of Connecticut at 479 Exeter Road, Lebanon, Kentucky, room number six, they will be having after school Satan Club. Not cool. Debbie, Debbie, I I love you, Debbie. I just want you to know that. And thank you for all of the messages in the inbox all of the time. And God bless you. And she says right here on our feed in all caps, I rebuke that satanic school in the name of Jesus. And my friends, that's what we've got to do. We have just got to rebuke all of this, all of this in the name of Jesus. Every day, if you hear us talking about something like this, rebuke it. Rebuke it because this is we've said this is this is Satan's time to run amok and and just just screw it all up. We we know that we know it we, we know it. But we as Christians have to rebuke every bit of this in Jesus's holy holy name. Period. Absolutely. And you know what? There there's no line honestly that these people won't cross. None. That's true. None. That's there's true. no line that they won't cross, and that's why we have to stay aware. And be aware. And we got a text message here. I'm trying to pull it up right now. It's 769-208-3809. Thank you for the text. Did you read this flyer? Yeah, I read it. I mean, did you read it on the air? Yeah. You did? Okay. I'm, I even gave you, out their personal You read address. the details? Because I'm just now reading the details. I'm like, wow. Um, I missed it. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Oh, we got a text message that said, make mental hospitals great again. Yes. I mean, seriously. Well, you know what? Yeah, that's true. What, what, Whatever happened to all those like shock therapy and lobotomies and things like that? Because I can tell you about 20 people right now that need that. 
what in the world? the president. Exactly. Um, and the VP. Yes, yes. And the so many others. This is a long list we have for y'all. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but seriously, though, no matter what, Democrat Party, Republican Party, or someone that just doesn't vote, this doesn't look right. This tells me that you should be 1,000%, 1,000% mega involved in your children's lives right now, okay? Don't wait, because apparently they're not going to wait. They're not going to wait. No, they're getting on them earlier and earlier, you guys. Elementary school. Elementary school. We got another text from Scott. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he doesn't exist. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's see, that's another thing that they push at these type things. They push the devil's not evil, blah, 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 blah. What they're really doing, though, at the same time is indoctrinating your children, my children, grandchildren into this. Okay, not mine, but I'm just saying, generally speaking, okay. Um, so people should always, and I do mean always remember what I'm about to say. It was a big deal in the former election right here in this state of Mississippi. And I know for a fact, cause I see it all over every news outlet every day. It's so important to vote for school choice y'all. Okay. Period. So important to vote for school choice. Because you have no choice in the public system, unfortunately. And believe me, not all public systems are bad. We're sitting right down the road from one of the best in the country. But unfortunately, the ones that are bad, they will hide it from you. And then all of a sudden, your children or your grandchildren will get indoctrinated into the insane. Because I promise you, Satan has a lot of people working for him for free today and every day. Okay, don't forget it. Flood the meetings with parents. Flood them. Please. Yeah, we'll move on because that story's gross. But it needs to be said, y'all. It has to be said at this point. It doesn't need to be. It has to be. Now we're going to stop and read some comments. So I know we had some disagreeers in the comment section yesterday that were screaming F off at me. That's fine. It's a free country. But at least give me a reason to say that. I mean, you know, come David on. Hall commented um, and said, frailty is a vacuum. The evil will readily fill. That's right. That's right. So that's why we have to stand firm, stand strong in our faith um, and our, our, our morals, our values, our convictions. Our, our, we've got to. No choice. If for nobody else, for the children in the future generation and the future of the country. Even if you're not that religious, do it for the future of the country, y'all. So I know a lot of people that have a relationship with God. They don't go to church all the time, but they're still good people. They're not going to support evil. I mean, you know, they're just not. David Hall also sent a message a little bit earlier saying, folks, the enemy does not take a vacation. And they're working overtime. Remember, Lucifer took a third of heaven with him. The enemy does not work alone. True. Yeah. Remember all of this, y'all. Good morning, Lloyd. Um, because, you know, hmm, looks like we got somebody tuned in from, um, you see that I know you see what I'm talking about. Anyway, let's move along. I'm, 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 I'm closing out of that satanic meeting 
flyer thing. Good grief. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's insane. Mm. Okay, so. That it is, y'all. It's insane in the membrane. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm we just at a loss. video for just a second here. At a loss. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to move on. Talk about something else. We're going to move on and talk about something else. Why? Because the stuff we're talking about now is insane. I mean, everything we talk about is insane, but it's just sometimes you got to take a break from the uh, the straight-up evil. Evil. So, uh, globalist Pope Francis um, has removed conservative bishop Strickland... He's a conservative bishop in the Texas diocese, Tyler, Texas, that is. Um, so he, um, the Pope, Pope Francis removed him. So this isn't something that's kind of, it doesn't happen often, but it's happened here. Um, there was, there was no type of scandal or anything like that. Um, but he was he was being a hardliner, according to the Vatican. That's what they're saying. Um, I don't I don't know what I think about this. I, we you know we move from one thing into another, both dealing with religion. Um, I, 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 I don't know. And and the bishop says he doesn't blame the Pope. That there are many forces working at him and influencing him to make these kind of decisions. And I don't know how you all feel about the Catholic Church. I don't know what your religion is. I don't care. It's it's not my business. That's that's your personal relationship. Um, I'm gonna tell you something though. Uh, this this is it's it's this is all very strange to me. The timing of all of this is very very strange to me. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I was listening to an interview uh, regarding this on a guy that's written about four books regarding the Catholics and regarding the Pope and the newest popes and the newest, I'm sorry, bishops and the newest pope. Um, there's a, a lot of internal craziness going on right now and with the... Within the Catholic Church. Within the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. And there is a lot of... Saint, well, they're trying to get something going on with same-sex marriage and and obviously that's not going to fly well i mean it may fly because of the pressure that they're being held upon like by their people that go to the catholic church nowadays so so but this guy was not let go because of a sex scandal so i want to make that clear not let go which has happened in the past obviously but uh, I guess they're just saying that we pray for the Pope, for him and Son of God, and for his role as the, you know, the Pope. So I don't know what all they're fighting about, but I do know that it has something to do with transgenderism, has something to do with same-sex marriages. It has something to do with something that would have never happened before. But here we are again. Here we are again, okay? Um, you know, if you read the comments on this story, they're all over the place, okay? And a lot of, there's a lot of hatred for every religion, not just that, you know, it doesn't matter. There just is. Um, so, 
uh, you know, here's a comment that Strickland should leave the Catholic Church and follow Jesus, becoming a preacher. You know, and then there's a lot of negative comments that I'm not even going to read because they're not worth reading on the air. You know, they're just not. So, Well, while we're looking for the next thing to, to dive into, I want to let all of you locals know, if you're listening in our market at the Kroger on I-55 um, tomorrow, there will be a turkey drive. So people, we are collecting turkeys there to distribute to those that cannot afford them. It's 8 a.m. until, again, that's a turkey drive tomorrow. If you would like to go and donate a turkey um, for the less fortunate families, please do. 8 a.m. until they will be there collecting those turkeys. So um, run on in, grab you some groceries and a turkey and you know, with 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 the price of groceries right now, and and there are always, unfortunately, families that cannot afford to that struggle to put everyday meals on the the table. But when you talk about a a holiday meal that is usually much more elaborate than those that we prepare on a a weekly basis, and then, um, you know, you're usually feeding more people on a holiday as families gather and things like that. So. I imagine that the struggle will be even more real this holiday season. So if you feel led to um, step out and give, please, please do so. And these good people will be accepting those turkeys at the I-55 Kroger um, tomorrow from 8 a.m. until. They do that every year. It's so awesome because you can literally just pull up. You just pull up. You don't even have to get out of your car. Or you can just come right out of Kroger with a shopping cart and just go directly to the load-up section, and they'll load the turkey, turkeys, whatever it is, whatever it is. And believe me, y'all, it's imp- there is a lot of good people. The homelessness crisis for veterans and all that is really big, y'all. We don't pay attention to it because we're busy talking about the zero border, which is a true problem. But also a true problem is veterans who went over and fought for us, but yet they're either on drugs, living on the streets, can't get any, you know, it's a big deal. It's a big deal, y'all. And uh, I saw a lot of stuff about it over the weekend on Veterans Day. Yep. It's something, you guys. You're listening to Unleashed Entertainment Talk, Mornings with D, featuring Melissa Kay. We do this Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 8.30, live on the air. And then the podcast is available for download a little bit after the show. UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Every day, Monday through Friday, in the AM, in the Central Time Zone. That's right. Also, you can live stream it on the TuneIn app at WPBP live if you're awake that's right and that is free (laughs) yep it is free and again if you're awake (laughs) right all right we're back on this uh wednesday november 15 2023 Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We do it live, and we also do the podcast, UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. We're in Facebook right now as well. And uh, we were just talking about Thanksgiving, you guys. Uh, We are talking about the turkey drive that happens at the K. Roger, the Kroger on I-55 North. Out west, if you're listening, that would be Ralph's. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they have, Ralph's, which is actually Kroger. Barrett said when the new Pope took the Vatican. I didn't like what I saw. He, 
Yeah. A lot of people don't like the newest pope, and, and that's He's okay. a globalist. Yeah, he is a globalist. Frank Stacy. good morning. All right, so we're talking about the turkey drive, so we're going to go off a little bit different than we usually talk about stuff on here because I think it's important to talk about positive stuff as well. It's huge, and look, Dee, you're fixing to get into this story, and I think that there's no perfect time um, than now, no, no better time. Um, than now to remind people of of this. So go ahead. Yeah, I mean, we talk about the things that are going bad in the country. And believe me, they are going bad, a lot of them. But if we remember celebrating Thanksgiving, we're going to call this celebrating Thanksgiving then and now. And basically, if you remember, and I know most of the people in this uh, that are listening to this particular show are typically above 30 years old. Not that all of them are. And the holidays of the past and and how that can enable us to appreciate the present and all of that, you know, because in October of 1789, America's new president, George Washington, okay, designated the last Thursday of November of that year to be a public Thanksgiving, okay, for the new republic and its constitution, okay. The concept didn't stick right away, okay? Sarah Hale, the author of Mary Had a Little Lamb, had labored for years to make Thanksgiving a national event. Finally, in 1863, in the middle, y'all remember this was a big war too, in the middle of the Civil War, President Abe Lincoln, Abe Lincoln, revived Washington's Day of Gratitude this time, and it stuck. So, Melissa, it stuck. People well, need to know what it's all about, the national right. blessings. Well, the national blessings and, and the new republic and its constitution. I mean, that's that's what Thanksgiving is was about then. Yes. And, and, and listen, we forget all that stuff because we have things running wide open, electronics, gadgets, people running from store to store trying to find a turkey to stuff or, or cook or cook out or fry or whatever it is you do. Or fast forward to Christmas, people running from store to store mm-hmm. to buy this and that and oh my gosh. No. Yeah. No. And in the and then in 1939 to extend the holiday shopping season. <laughs> what I just say? So as to help battle the ongoing depression back then. Um Roosevelt moved Thanksgiving to a week earlier than shift of dates met with residents in 41, signed the bill officially declaring the fourth Thursday as it stands now uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. Now, let's read some good times, okay? Because we say a lot of stuff about bad stuff because bad stuff's going on in the country. At the beginning of the 20th century, American pride and confidence itself were at a peak. And honestly, y'all, even when we were growing up in the 70s, 80s, and the 90s, you know what? We had a different pride for holidays then, okay? We had a different pride for Jesus Christ, God. We had a different pride for Thanksgiving dinner. We just did, okay? We just did. I mean, we had a different pride about having dinner with your family at an actual table instead of a recliner or a couch or a beanbag or whatever it is. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it was a different time, y'all. It just was. And, uh, you know, and then again, 
There was a lot of good things that happened, y'all. And also, you could afford food then. You know, you can't afford food anymore. There is going to be a lot of people, y'all, in trouble over this holiday season trying to pawn stuff. I read a story. Pawn something to feed families. That Come is, on now. That is so sad. And, and Barrett Nall is in the feed, and he's the one that alerted me to the drive, but... And he says, and this is so true, giving isn't just donating a turkey. Look to your neighbors. It's just taking time to help those that are struggling with work, loss of a family member, or just have less than, than you and I do. Um, so, you guys, it is it, we are in that holiday season. It is the season of giving. Give your love. Give your time. Um, Light you, somebody over. You do it right. to me every year. That's Michelle right. Michelle does it for me every year. I mean, it's look, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I mean, if somebody needs help, you know, just give them a little helping hand. It's not about the money. It's about just giving them a helping hand. You know, some people might not have enough money or some people might, whatever the case may be. Or someone may be spending that time alone. And as you know about me, D, it absolutely hurts me in my soul to know that someone, I don't even like to see people eating alone, but to know that someone spends a holiday alone, um, Look, we never do much. I cook a big meal. It's gone in 20 minutes. We sit around the table. You know that. Um, sure. But, but that's that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. So yeah. I still have to get you details about this year. Well, <laughs> maybe if we start remembering, which I know we do, but I mean the, the population around the entire world, but especially the United States, you know, if we just start remembering why these holidays are important, including Thanksgiving, actually. And that's the one that's coming up. So I wanted to bring this story up because I ran across it last night, and I was thinking, you know what? We do have that turkey drive coming up that uh, Barrett's talking about. We do need to remember what Thanksgiving's all about, how important it is. Look, you may not have any members really left in your family, like me. do have some, but not many. You may not have anywhere to go, but you always have somewhere to go, hopefully. Okay, hopefully. And that's just the way it should be. Thanksgiving is tailor made, you guys, for those acts of gratitude. So that's 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 the story. I I see something that Willie Nelson said right here, a comment that Willie said. He said, when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. Yeah, it's very true. It will do it for you if you allow it to. Your appreciation, your gratitude, and your blessings. Um, Children, grandchildren, all that. So important in these crazy times that we talk about. So why not have a little positivity? And I just want to go back to um, the times of COVID where we were told not to gather with our families. You know, we were asked by our local leaders and even our and national national leaders don't don't gather with your family this holiday season you could you could get someone sick they could die so you know don't take one single moment for granted we've already been asked not to do it once i I just say gather invite your friends invite your family um and give thanks for the many blessings that exist in in your life. And and I'm going to tell you something. Though we we sit here and we talk about all the bad, there's still plenty to be thankful for. You're right. We're here. (laughs) We're here. Um, We're actually here. And the people that are listening are here. And that's why we get so involved with our listeners, whether it be on Facebook, text message, whatever. It's because, like I said, a couple of things. A, 
we uh, we learn something every day. B, it's good to be involved with people. Surround yourself with great people. Okay? That's what we do. And, you know, Melissa was just talking about the, uh, the COVID debacle. You know, and now the government is backpedaling. They say no one was forced to get those vaccines. That's an absolute lie. lie. No one was threatened with their jobs. Lie. lie. No one mandated anything for COVID. Lie. I mean, what's wrong with these people? And then they had the nerve to say over the last few days that there were no student mandate vaccines. Look, OSHA, OSHA claimed that they didn't demand anyone to be fired. You know what? That is an absolute lie, y'all. And we've got some politicians, and thank God for them, who were standing up. And Joe Biden administration is quietly right now, quietly being sued for vaccine injuries. Remember, they said you couldn't be sued for them. Well, now they have slid in, slid in an option to sue the pharmaceutical companies. And good. Okay, good. What was President Biden and OSHA's plan if 84 million Americans refused to comply with the vaccine mandate or show their papers? So that's categorically untrue. We didn't threaten anyone and we didn't demand that anyone be fired. Did forcing two-year-olds to wear masks save lives? And who did the forcing? Well, this, your department, or the Head Start, which is under your department, had a mask mandate until late last year for two-year-olds and above, even outdoors. Uh, so can you point to any public health benefit of that policy? Right. We, we never forced anyone to do anything because we don't have the jurisdiction or authority to do that. Did you encourage states to adopt student vaccine mandates? I yesterday? did not encourage states to adopt uh, student vaccine mandates. Where states... Excuse me, sir, you said right here, not only do I support it, but I'm encouraging states to come up with a plan to make sure it happens. The title of the article is Education Secretary Backs Mandatory School COVID-19 Mandates. Mr. Parker, you're one of a number now of officials in this administration who has come before this committee uh, and tried to tell us that two plus two uh, doesn't equal four. Uh, sitting in the chair that you're in now, uh, the Secretary of Education uh, testified, gave false testimony to this committee, uh, denying that he had promoted a student vaccine mandate when he had done precisely that. Uh, sitting in the chair that you're in now, the Secretary of Health and Human Services uh, made one of the most outlandish statements ever entered into the congressional record, which is saying quite a lot, uh, when he said, we never force anyone to do anything in relation to the the widely discredited policy of forcing uh, young children as young as two years old uh, to wear masks. And now you come before us today uh, asked about one of the most sweeping uh, abuses of power uh, that we've seen that was rebuked by the Supreme Court. And you tell us that we didn't demand that anyone be fired. So has ridiculous, y'all ridiculous. Look, that he he's lying. He's lying. Weasels. We we know we know. We know who was, who was required to get a vaccination. Look, you couldn't travel. You couldn't go to a concert. You couldn't go to school. You couldn't. There's so many things you couldn't do. So even if it wasn't required or mandated, you made it so that people felt as though you scared people into, you intimidated people into getting this foreign substance injected into their bodies that has now been proven to cause health issues, my daughter being one of them that, that has it. You did that because you manipulated 
us into thinking we could not live our lives on a daily basis and do those things that we enjoy doing or go to those places that we enjoyed going without having had that damn jab. They lied. They lied. That's right. Pfizer and Moderna, they're coming for you. Get your checkbooks out. I'm telling you. You you should get your daughter to sue them. I, I sent her the article and I sent her the list of attorneys. Don't think I didn't. But but seriously though, and they have the nerve. They have the nerve to say all this. To show up and say no, they didn't. Come on no, now. Weasels. You've got you've got children not knowing how to communicate because what do they depend on, D? When they're young, young, they depend on seeing our mouths. They see mm. our mouths so that they can, you know, form their mouth to make syllables and and communicate with their their voice. They couldn't see our mouths for how long? Years in some states is still almost there. Crazy. And Look, and what are the young teenagers using the mask for now? Crime. And nobody says anything about somebody wearing rubber gloves, latex gloves, and a mask now because that's just, oh, okay, they're just liberal. Look, I'm at, And then they go in and take all the stuff at Home Depot. That's right. All these stores around the country. Right. It doesn't matter what store it is because mm-hmm. they can take up to $900 worth of merchandise and not get prosecuted that's right or they created, not even get look, arrested so they 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 created the perfect avenue for for criminals to do that mm-hmm. like you said they're just liberal i'll say this and i posted this years ago during covid because i own a business um and we've already been armed robbed once we've been robbed another time um but you own a business and and you the masks covered every identifying marker of 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 our faces except for our eyes right so i can tell you i was as a business owner i was nervous because if something had happened um and we we tend to see an uptick in that sort of activity in in that market around the holiday season and of course we went through the holiday season with covid and masks and things but you know what I mean, police wouldn't have been able to identify anyone wearing that mask. So, I mean, that's just another thing. But to your point, they're wearing them now. They're going in. They're getting the goods. And they're leaving. And people are just dismissing it as, oh, they're afraid of COVID. They're liberal. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, it's a, you know, a crock of you know what. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I'm not talking about a good old crock of chili. No. 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 Or apple butter. No. 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 (laughs) It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. It is Wednesday, November 15, 2023. Melissa K and D were morning 630 to 830 Central Time. The podcast right after the show is UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Nestled on the water in Ridgeland, Mississippi, Pelican... Welcome back. It is Unleashed Entertainment Talk. We are live, you guys, in the studio. Also, we're live on Facebook at Unleashed Entertainment Talk is the name of the Facebook page. So, as we were discussing earlier Thanksgiving, the good things in Thanksgiving, we were discussing the insanity with COVID-19, one of the biggest, biggest scams ever pulled over the American people about taking your rights away with the mask, the vaccine mandates, etc. Look, right here in Jackson, Mississippi, there was a couple of music venues. Mm. If you didn't have a vaccine, not a mask, a vaccine 
You could not buy tickets to the show. No need in mentioning names because they were lied to also. So you never know. Live Nation. All of those. No vaccine, no entrance. I remember when that was a thing, y'all. I do, too. I didn't see Steel Panther. Yeah, that was, a, well, I did. I don't remember how. You went to New Orleans, but the Jackson Oh, yeah, that's concert, right. That's right. That's didn't. right. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, we, uh, it's, you know, this conversation will be going on, y'all, for our entire life. And it should be because it brought them closer to their plan of taking over with dominance the entire world, not just the United States, y'all, the entire world. And they will do that every single time if you allow it, every single time if you allow it. So U.S. regional and state news, as you know, along with some other states, Michigan had been claiming they were going to be able to take Donald Trump off the ballot for uh, because due to a um, a section in the 14th Amendment, okay? An insurrectionist ban. Right. An insurrectionist ban section, which is in the 14th Amendment. It's actually there. However, he has sent all these cases up the ladder, up the chain, which I would have too. Um, I mean, this guy, man, Donald Trump, wow, every single day from every single north south east west angle are they coming after him period so a michigan judge echoed the minnesota because last week minnesota supreme court had the same recent decision regarding the 14th amendment challenge and they were like no you can't do that you can't use that to keep donald trump off of the state primary ballot and he's and and he's also seeking re-elections. So, so same, same, yeah. uh, similar challenge pending in the state of Colorado as well. So, again, we we've talked about it time and again. They're they're just, you know, let's throw it all at them and see what sticks. That's what they're doing, state after state after state, attorney general, attorney general after attorney general, George Soros yeah. money after George Soros money. It's and et just, it's it's really incredible but um you know this is this is a time when when the system is working i'm just sorry there's no legality to this there's no constitutionality to this you're going to take the 14th amendment and try to twist it and make it so that that you you can keep trump off the ballot and these no thanks to the high court for saying no way but here's the thing that we all should be concerned about i heard someone talking about it over the weekend it looks like in this these cases against Donald Trump, what it looks like is the 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 system that we have set up now in the country, the only people that are working the system correctly and honestly going along with the Constitution is the high court. So if Joe Biden gets reelected or if another progressive left Democrat gets reelected, that's what they mean by packing the courts, y'all. They're packing the courts with the George Soros-funded DAs, and it goes all the way up the chain, to the judges. We are going to be literally screwed. Everything will have to go to the high court. And guess what? The new president coming in, there might be an opening on the high court. And just that one vote, one, 
changes so much, y'all. Changes so much. Robert Redford, no connection with the actor, on Tuesday says that the plaintiffs, the people trying to keep Trump off the uh, off the uh, election ballot, ballot, you know, just says that state law requires the Secretary of State to put major candidates identified in the media on the primary ballot yesterday. Michigan Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson did just that, including President Trump on the list, but the judge, no, Mm-mm. did not buy it and did not grant it, and good for them. But again, y'all, all these challenges, they're not going to stop, okay? That is very unfortunate, not only for the United States of America or Trump, but really <laughs> it's very challenging for the actual Constitution of the United States and each state's Bill of Rights and Constitutions because they all have them. So each one of these ridiculous cases has lost because they're all unconstitutional left-wing fantasies orchestrated by the uh, money and the allies of Biden campaign seeking to turn the election over to the courts, y'all. That's what they want. They want to deny you. They want to deny Melissa. They want to deny me and everyone else and let the courts decide who the darn president is. That's not the way it works. It's not the way it works, Melissa. That's what they want. It's exactly what they want. That's right. Oh, just, you know, they want to remove Trump, period. It doesn't matter what it takes. It doesn't matter what they have to do. It just doesn't. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. Colorado, also, same thing playing out in Colorado where a different group had challenged the Secretary of State to keep President Trump off the primary ballot under the 14th Amendment. For two weeks, witnesses testified as to whether the events of January 6 constituted a, quote, insurrection or rebellion, whether President Trump engaged in those events. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous, y'all. And the judge is expected to issue a ruling on that case by the end of the week. You know, I wouldn't put much past Colorado, though. Mm. They ruined Aspen. They ruined Denver. They ruined all of it. That's the thing. I mean, just look around. All these beautiful, beautiful states with beautiful cities in them. They've just ruined them all. That's all I can tell you. Big time. Let's read a couple comments here. All right. So... We're going to get over to our Facebook comment section and David, uh, Derek, they're scared of Trump. Of course they are big time scared of Trump. Why? Because he doesn't go along with the shenanigans. He is self-made. He is not donor made. That's right. And she said she needs a drink today. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> After reading this kind of crazy stuff every day, I think a lot of people might need a drink or two. Um, because it just never stops, y'all. It never stops with the progressive left Democrat Party. And it's not good, y'all. It's not good. And don't think we're forgetting about the border just because a, bu- <laughs> a bunch of wimps decided not to, for some guarantee you there was something tied into that. I promise you. I promise you. Okay. There was something tied into that because there is no person 
in the United States of America that can sit there and say anywhere that our border is not in trouble, that we don't have issues. I mean, seriously. We have serious issues. And that Mayorkas has done a good job. That's not possible. Impeach him. Do not believe anyone that tries to tell you different. And guess what? There's GoPro. There's cell phone. There's cameras. There's so much video to prove. So much coverage, yes. To prove. It's a hot mess. It's chaos. It's a humanitarian crisis on its own. It is. And it's going to get worse because they're allowing it to continue. Here's what I want to know. Remember, we were talking a couple of days ago about the Venezuelans and Chicago that didn't realize the weather sucked and didn't realize the conditions oh God, yeah. that that would be um, there when they came to America. The American dream doesn't exist. You know, just things like that. How, how are they getting back? How, how are, are, are we going to bust them back to the border? What, what are, how are they getting out? Because they said they wanted out. I said, let's get them out. No, they probably went and bust them right down this way, down I-55 South. That, well, and we talked about that. We we do have, um, it's a warmer climate here. So, you know, I don't know. Are they going to be coming? I, I, I think they are. They could be, you know. But anyway, whatever. It just It just never ceases to amaze me where, why, and how, and what happened to common sense. Oh, it's not you common. Know, That's we've talked about that a million times. It is definitely not common. So, a couple of messages here. One from Lloyd Travis. Trump was not supposed to win in 2016. That's right. He messed up the plans yep. of the globalists, and they have gone after him nonstop since then to absolutely keep him out of power. He threw rocks into the Hillary Clinton plan. Okay, Hillary Clinton plan is what. Why they will never stop going after him. Which was a continuation of the Obama plan. Which is back to where we are now. That's right. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. It is back to where we are right now. And look, if anybody thinks any different, you're not paying attention, y'all. You're not paying attention. Look, if they want to end the border, the Biden, and it is Biden, it's on him. The Biden border crisis, simple solution, and the freaking catch and release. (laughs) When illegal aliens show up, okay, catch them and send them back immediately to wherever they came from, okay? I don't understand why people can't comprehend that, but it's because people can't. Oh, they they know that they just there's something else going on, and they want to. Um, there's somehow they're making money. Of course, I mean it has to be. You know, this always goes back to money. But what I say is, bring back insane asylums. That's what we need to bring back. Bring them back. That's and right. Put people in them. That's right. Like seriously, I I we we need it. The clown world needs more insane asylums, y'all. Start calling for insane asylums to come back. <laughs> Can you good imagine? God. We would. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it may be funny, but it's true. Good God, what is wrong with people? Listen, they've lost it, y'all, completely. And it's just every day, every single day, every day. I mean, for Christ's sake, we were talking about an elementary school having after-school Satan classes. And it will be fun 
have a good time. Man. Why don't you focus on after school music classes, after school art classes, after school reading classes? No. Something. Something other than that. But I, I don't know, D. You got me all messed up with that one today. Bring back asylums, please. <laughs> I'm going to start just using that. Bring back asylums, please. Insane asylums. Let's get that clear. Make sure they're called insane asylums. Call it for what it is, okay? Call it for what it is. And honestly, while we're talking about this, is there any reasonable argument at all for why Marcus should keep his job? His entire time that he's been with DHS is a dereliction of his own duty with hundreds and thousands of Americans, okay? And 10 million illegals. And, you know, well over 100,000 people dead with fentanyl. Come on now. How many terrorists is he letting in this country, y'all? It's the same argument as Dr. Fauci. These evil people are getting away with it, okay? When all they would have to do is get fired. Get out. Get out. So. Tully Tubbies and Barney. Mm-hmm. That was also part of their agenda. You're right. Something was just sent to me in Messenger. Uh, Thank you, David Hall. So a judicial complaint has been filed in New York against Judge Arthur Ngaran. Old Ngaran sending Mm -hmm. naked pictures up. Look, we're going to read over this during a break, and we'll talk about it um, when we come back. So, Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of screwery going on with that, too, okay? Big time. So this week, also, dozens of schools in New Jersey closed as teachers attended the NJEA convention, which is the New Jersey Education Association. What did teachers do at this conference, show while thousands of kids stayed home from school? Well, <laughs> they were treated to drag shows. They were treated to drag queen story times they were having banned book discussions and they were featuring pornographic books such as gender queer they wait oh excuse me pardon the interruption the teachers were doing this at the conference or the kids were doing this in in the absence of the teachers what 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 Oh, no, the kids were going through that while the teachers were gone by the other, the substitute teachers. Yes. Oh, Lord. So these are the people in charge of your children's education, y'all. Okay. And I'm not saying it's your school, but it's coming to your school. It's disgusting and shameful. All right. Why? 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 I'll tell you why. The first lesson in Marxism, the first lesson in communism and socialism is to go after the kids. How do you go after the kids? Bingo, Department of Education. It's getting really hard for the uh, socialist and the left-wing Democrats to claim that some of the teachers and the whole department is not grooming the kids because it's it's, just common sense now, y'all. It is common sense. You know? 
you can't be a police officer in a small town without a massive background check, but apparently they're not background checking some of the pedophiles that are teaching. It's ridiculous. So somebody just texted us and said, this makes me want to throw up anonymous text. Mm -hmm. Of course it does. I mean, honestly, if you don't want to, something's wrong. Dumbing down the society was part of this with Obama, and that meant moral decay slipping in with all of his so-called activism. You know, Obama was a straight-up activist, y'all. He was not a politician. It's just the way I mean. Go back and read. You can find all that information. Somebody tell me in what world this is okay. I need to understand. Like, I am... Mm-mm. It's sad. It is very sad. You're listening to WPBP 104.3 FM, and uh, that's called The Pirate. Also, our podcast is available right after the show, about an hour later at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. All right, welcome back to the last segment of the show on Wednesday, November 15, 2023. Thank you for joining me. And... My beautiful co-host, Melissa Kay, how are you? I am well, thank you, D. All right, we're slamming into the last segment, you guys. Starting that last segment with a few comments here, okay? David Hall and the tyrants that were supposed to and exposed for all of us to see was a good thing. Easier to know who your opponents are when they're exposed. Yeah, talking about the COVID debacle, talking about... The, uh, the whole vaccine debacle, and honestly, at this point, everything, they're being exposed, and they don't like it. They don't like it. That's what Lloyd sent us a message about. They do not like us. They don't like us. We got a text message from Chris Monkey Bulls that says this looks like it's time for a coup. Well, I'll tell you what. It's time for a lot of abolishing, like David said that being the true true statement so i am seriously disappointed in the way that the democrat party look we've always known that the liberals were whacked out and they believed in things that we didn't but they are left of left at this point okay they're left of left there's no such thing as a normal uh a rhino is a moderate Democrat now, and the right. left is left of left. I mean, that's what we become as a country. That's what we become as a Senate, a House, and quite frankly, as a culture, okay? Quite frankly, as a culture. Because literally, there are people, there are young people that we all know, and they may be in your family, they may be in my family. They will tell you truthfully, if you ask them, where do you get your news? And they will tell you Facebook and TikTok and Instagram, okay? Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. The last time I checked, there's no news on either of the three, okay? There's a lot of opinions, and that's fine, freedom of speech, but... (laughs) Usually it's one-sided because anything with common sense gets blocked out, okay? Anything with common sense gets blocked out, period. And that is it. 
and that's been going on for a long time. And that's what they did to the Trump voters. That's what they did to the Trump campaign. That's what they did to the Trump followers. That's what they still do, y'all. Remember, this guy was the president of the United States, and he wasn't even allowed to be on social media. Like, he wasn't allowed to, y'all. Did you forget that? I did not forget that. I will never, ever forget that. I just won't. It is a craziest thing. It is the craziest thing that we weren't allowed to go to a restaurant and eat. Or go go to work. Or go to your job. Not essential. Period. You know. And, you know, that was what was the literal takeover. That was the takeover, y'all. That was the breaking point. That was the takeover. And that's what's caused all the crime now. Okay? It just has. And that's what's called people every day in the industry of music, restaurants, nightclubs, bars, movie theaters, all of that. It's never been the same. Okay? It's never been the same. And people don't want to have to work because they got used to not having to work. And getting money from the government. That's right. And the government liked it like that. I don't know how they get money now, but apparently there's some trick that I don't know about. There was a horrific story in Vegas. Oh. Yeah, horrific story yesterday that broke from Vegas the day before. But they did arrest the eight teenagers. They're going to face murder charges. Because Jonathan Lewis Jr., a 17-year-old white high school student, was jumped and beaten to death in Vegas. Okay? And all Jonathan did was take up. Take up for one of his smaller friends who had something stolen directly out of his hand from this group of 15. That's right. So he stood up for his friend, stood up for what was right, and he lost his life. Yes. And, and they, by the way, they that didn't was, talk about that on, that on was, regular media either. That's right. And that was a group of African-American teens that that jumped on on this white, white guy. Mm-hmm. So you didn't see that on any. No, you didn't. Mainstream media, nope. except nope. for Laura Ingram. You that's, did not. That was black on white crime. And we didn't hear a word about it on some of those other channels. And um, no wonder people feel the way they feel and think the way they think. Again, it's just the mainstream media um, picking and choosing what they're going to cover and expose their viewers to. Yeah. But very sad. This young man lost his life, again, standing up for his friend, um, smaller in in stature, and um, again, stood up for him, did what I believe to be right, lost his life. Well, I tell you what, they're still searching for two more. As of last night, I haven't checked this morning, so... But um, it's nothing more than sad. That's exactly what it is. It's sad that it can happen in the United States of America, and nobody will talk about it. No, nobody will talk about it. If this had been white on black crime, we would have heard about it. If this were more than a dozen white kids jumping on a black kid, we would have heard about it. Friends, this is what I'm talking about. This is more of the division and the divisiveness. If it's if it's a white cop on a black perpetrator, if it's if it's 
white anything on black. It is plastered across every outlet that we have access to. If it's black on white, it's nothing. Nothing. But Laura Ingram, thank you. Laura. Yeah, I mean, had the race been different, and, and not even just white, had the race been different, the FBI would have already swept in on the hate crime charges. I cannot believe. Now, I, I really, really hope they do the right thing. But, you know, there's no guarantee, y'all. There's no guarantee. Well, the FBI, they're busy. Yeah, they're busy they covering up Biden crap. <laughs> Period. The outcome of this trial will make clear the degree of which this country has been corrupted. That's for sure. One way or the other. One way or the other. Now, like I said, there's still two out there who will get caught because they're minors and, you know, they, they'll just get caught. But Look, listen, one person commented and said, this is what happens when there is no father in the home, no God in the schools, no law on the streets. That's right. And this listen, will not change until at least two of these three things are reintroduced into the child's life again. Good point. Good point, y'all, because look, it won't change. And it definitely won't change if the police and or the FBI and or the prosecuting attorneys and et cetera, and the court system, the whole shebang, if they don't get behind this, y'all, if they don't get behind this, we know what we're up against. But I think we already know. Okay. If we don't, we're. Yeah. I think we already being naive, know. naive, yeah. And most smart people, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, do know. Okay? They just do. And this is not a knock on any other race. It's just the way things are done now. Okay? It is just the way things are done. Okay? And is that cool? Of course it's not cool. You know? Of course it's not. None of it is. A 17-year-old person taking up for a smaller person and dying is not cool regardless. Seriously. Where are the parents? I mean, where are the parents? Good question. That's what. That's a, exactly true. Really true. It's sad. It's very sad. Okay. But we all know, we all know <clears throat> that some of them will be back out on the streets. I mean... Just, I wonder, are they going to be charged as juveniles or are they going to be charged as adults? It'll be know. interesting. Or Again, 17. There's a ton of comments saying that they need to be charged as an adult mm -hmm. for sure. Well, if they're not, they'll be out by the time they're 25. Mm -hmm. Seriously. It's heartbreaking. <coughs> I warn you, though, that uh, this brutal attack, it's very graphic on video, but you can find it on any social media at this point. And, uh, it it's just it's hard to watch y'all but it is what it is and it's what's going on in the country okay it is what is going on in our broken country and it is broken because of the mainstream media you know they're not going to broadcast this nationwide like they do donald trump tripping over a sign on a sidewalk that would be breaking news for them okay Somehow the other, it would have been his fault that the sign was broken, and that would be all over the news. And this is happening while Biden, Merrick Garland, Mayorkas continue to try to convince the masses 
that we're, we're, that we're doing great. We have the best economy ever. We're doing fantastic. Hey, and they're telling that to people that are going to the gas pump in the grocery store. Come on now. Smoking crack would be the only way that somebody could follow that, okay? Smoking literally crack rock. Good God Almighty. So, can Good we... Good gosh. Have, uh, Dee, have you seen the, the quote from Soros? It's, it's from like 2014. This is a quote from George Soros himself, the, the, the money man. The one that, that bankrolls all of this these hate groups and these, these DAs and all of that. I'm going to bring down the United States by funding black hate groups. We will put them into a mental trap and make them blame the white people. The black communities are the easiest to manipulate. He made that comment in Germany in 2014. Tell me that's not happening. He's the devil. He is the devil. Literally, if he's not, he should be. Jim Raspberry just sent us a message. When we regain the White House, we need to very badly dismantle the mainstream media as it exists today and put in some guidelines that hold these folks accountable. you darn right. Okay? Seriously. Keep your head on swivel, like David always says. Mm -hmm. It's true, y'all. Keep your head on swivel. Because they're not going to stop. They're not. They're just not. George Soros has made that clear for 25, 30 years, and he really makes it clear now, okay? It's right in your face. It's right in my face. And uh, just, you know, that's a sad story over in Vegas, though. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not just happening in Vegas. No, it's happening everywhere. And if you go back to that Soros quote, again, there's so many insults to our intelligence and, and just our very being, saying that black people are the easiest to manipulate. I take offense to that, and I'm not even black. You understand what I'm saying, yeah, D? of course. It's called, yeah, it's called the worst of the worst type of person, George Soros, literally. You know. What? You know what? Back a while back when Barack Obama took America oh. far into the shady terror territories of the left when he was president, taking over the nation's health care remember that debacle mm -hmm. lashing out at christians mm -hmm. okay look stating, back to the stating, that, stating that world america no longer was a christian nation that was a obama statement y'all this is when he, and he also promoted himself as a free speech calling himself a near absolutist on the first amendment well jonathan turley who's a law professor said this is absolute you're an absolutist but it's absolute nonsense okay nonsense and remember when he said christians cling to their bibles yeah <laughs> yeah christians cling to their bibles okay mm -hmm. he explained in an interview with the the verge mr patel former barack obama once again claimed that he is virtually a first amendment absolutist despite supporting censorship for years and years, including the United Nations efforts to criminalize the criticism of religion on a global scale. There are, as there are aspects of the Obama terms that have been praised, but for his record on free speech, it's not one of them, y'all. It's not one of them. Because again, like we always talk about, or maybe we don't talk about it enough, or maybe people don't realize it, Obama started out as a activist, 
an activist that they installed into the position of senator, which wound up bringing him to the presidency. And everyone bought the lie. Everyone bought into the system, which was being funded by George Soros. And, you know, someone just sent a message and said on the text message, yep, Obama, evil. Biden is just the puppet. Obama is still pulling the strings. We hear that every single day. day. That's right. Literally. And it's true. That's what's happening. Every day. Every day, y'all. Global elitists like him, I'm telling you, and Hillary, they're they're the ones, y'all. Joe Biden, I mean, come on now. Come on now. Come on, man. You know Joe Biden. He can't can't chew that gum. Melissa's choosing and chewing and sorry. And <laughs> no, nah, making a point. And walk. Yeah, exactly. Can't walk and chew gum. Of course he can't. Didn't Obama supposedly study constitutional law at Harvard? That's what they say. Yeah, supposedly that's what they say. So, amazingly, how does he know so little about it? Amazingly. It's another message. All right, we really thank y'all for all the messages. That's what keeps us going on the show. That's what keeps the show going. That was. That's what keeps us busy, busy, busy. A lot of people always say, Daryl, you don't talk about anything locally. I'm going to hit a, a story real, real, real fast before we get out of here. It's a good one. It is a good one. Good grief. But uh, as reported by Therese over at Dark Horse Media, Dark Horse Press, which is darkhorsepressnow.com, multiple agencies um, multiple agencies investigate sex video allegedly distributed by a trooper. Now, Dark Horse <laughs> Press has confirmed a potential multi-level investigation into a sex video, which the accuser says was taken and sent without consent by a female Mississippi trooper. Okay. So the person in the video is apparently very good friends with this trooper. They Mm -hmm. were out. She admits to being extremely intoxicated and having very little to no recollection of the events of the evening. So anyway, that said, but so the trooper then shared the video with her husband. Is that right? Yes. And then it continued to to get out from there. Uh, Yeah, the complaint is uh, the complaint is according to the alleged victim's complaint. That was filed with Attorney General Lynn Fitch. The trooper had asked her to dinner, like Melissa said, and they'd gotten toe up, intoxicated. So she contends that she woke up disrobed and knew something sexual had happened between her and the trooper, but that she couldn't remember anything or how it happened. So she states that she has never been interested in being with a female prior to nor since, and that she had no other sexual relationship with the trooper so it's a very involved complaint it is very involved complaint and it's in circulation now the document states that july 11th the alleged victim discovered the video had been circulated with when her ex-husband asked her about a sex tape wow Mm-mm-mm. right here in mississippi y'all yeah few weeks later, the alleged victim's ex-husband once again made remarks about the video, telling her that numerous people have the video and that it was circulating around MHP employees. Um, I don't know. This is sounds like some screwery. 
<laughs> that it does. So anyway, that was an article by Therese, Dark Horse Press, now.com, Dark Horse Press. And um, anyway, thought I'd give you all a local story on our way out the door here. The door. Close the door. Yeah. Wednesday, November 15, 2023. Thank you all for joining us today. And every day, Monday through Friday, 630 to 830 a.m. WPBP 104.3 FM, The Pirate, and on the TuneIn app free. There it is. Um, we're going to have the podcast up for you in about mm, 60, 90 minutes. You can listen uh, at UnleashedEntertainmentTalk.com. Click on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, etc. However you choose to listen. MK, what you got going on? Gotta go to work, baby. Gotta MK, go do it. MK, Melissa K. That's over right. at Pelican Cove. Check it out. Check out our sponsors. Check out Mobility Medical and MobilityMedicalInc.com, y'all. And uh, so I'll be back tomorrow on Thursday again. Unleashed Entertainment Talk, where we talk about everything almost. almost. <laughs> mm. Check out the uh, podcast, unleashedentertainmenttalk.com. Dot com. One, two, three. See, See ya. ya. Thank you for listening. And remember, we must stand up and unleash. Be a part of Unleashed. Until next time, let freedom ring loud. Unleashed, uninhibited, unapologetic.